Welcome to RVU, an RV insider podcast where I interview industry experts, icons, and influencers. Class is in session as we discuss all things RV, and I'm your host, Angie Morrell. Roll call today is with Kevin Bogan, Vice President of Operations for Newmark. So Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. Good to be here. So tell me what Vice President of Operations, what do, what do you do for Newmark? What does that entail? Well, I would say my, my role of responsibility is uh, all manufacturing, quality, maintenance, manufacturing, engineering, and then environmental safe and healthy. Okay. Safety and health. Okay. So that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of, so how long have you been with Numar? Uh, almost 22 years. 22 years. So for the last 22 years, I could say that a member of your team has touched every Newmar coach that's out on the road. Absolutely. All great, right. Great, and a great team we have. Absolutely. Um, so what are you doing? You mentioned that quality is part of your, um, what you oversee. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing at Newmar to improve the quality of your product? Well, one of our objectives is um, obviously we want all of our employees, all of our customers have a great customer experience, uh, whether it's our dealers or it's our retail customers. Uh, so what we're doing is how do we get better every day? Uh, obviously, our product is gets more complex over time. People change over time. You have variations in materials and things like that from suppliers. But at the end of the day, our customers still expect and deserve a great experience. So what we're doing is we're taking internal feedback uh, from our production line and our processes and external feedback uh, from our dealers and our warranty service group uh, to identify where our biggest opportunities are uh, and then identify corrective actions and work on corrective actions for improvement. Okay. Uh, and eliminate those problems. So when you find a problem, what, how do you, you find out something that you want to change? What's that, what's that process look like? Well, once we identify it, typically, um, I always say a problem th well-defined is three-quarters solved. Uh, <laughs> so part of it, quite honestly, is getting good data. Uh, when you hear of defects and things like that, if you don't really understand what it is, you're never going to get to the true root cause. Uh, so what we do is we're working internally to try to get better data to understand what's really causing the symptoms or the, or the root cause of our problems. And then you can put corrective actions in place. And it's the same challenge from our service and our dealers is we'll get information back, but it really doesn't define what the real problem is. Uh, and that's been one of our biggest challenges to improve is to get that good data. So that's what we're working with our service group on is trying to get that information so it's meaningful and we can we can take quick action. That's great. Do you, do you, how often do you go out straight to the customer to try to pull in some of that, um, some of maybe the friction or frustrations that they may have with the coach? How often do you get that data straight from the customer? Uh, I, I would say obviously the, the pipeline to our customer, at least at Newmars, through our service group. Uh, obviously I'll talk to customers firsthand at rallies and things like that, but for the most part it's through our service group. Um, and we'll, quite honestly, we'll get feedback probably daily. Um, that's not necessarily the warranty service group feedback, but we will get customer letters, things like that, that could give us information to, first of all, inform us of a problem. Secondly, identify, hey, this is a repeat problem. We need to work on this. So I'm not, I'm going in, I'm going on charter territory here, but can you give us an example of something that you've identified as a problem right now that you're working to solve or that you're getting close to having that solution to the, the fix for, for that problem? Um, yeah, I mean, we've had, uh, you know, we've had water leaks mm -hmm. on refrigerators. Uh, that's not a big problem. We get some of that feedback. So part of it is, okay, understanding when was the coach built? 
what is the floor plan um, and where, where do we think the problem is? But we just had something like that recently. Um, so we think we identified something in our process, put a corrective action in place, and uh, hopefully we won't see that again out in the future. Yeah, hopefully not. We don't like that. No nope. water. No, no water. <laughs> it's not a friend to any of us unless we <laughs> need it for drinking. <laughs> Got to have it to live, yeah. but not in our coach <laughs> um, where it's yeah, not it, supposed to be. Environmental, uh, environmental and water. Uh, can can be harsh on these coaches. Yeah, I um, always say water's a destroyer of, yeah. of everything, or can be. Yeah. Um, but then we also. Well, you you have a house with beautiful components and and and, and expensive, sophisticated electronics, and you're taking it down not not so good roads. Right. Uh, right. So it it creates a challenge, but at the end of the day, our customers still want expect a good experience. Right, and they want all those residential amenities. Um, going down the road correct. <laughs> in all kinds of conditions, as we know. Um, so I know that you are also, you, you head up another role at Newmar that you are the president of the Newmar Country Club. Correct. So tell me, what does, what do you do as president of the Newmar Country Club? Well, uh, for obviously a lot of our, our owners that are in the country club, um, it's a, it's an international organization between Canada and the U S we're broken into nine regions. Um, and the international directors, uh, who's an appointed position through Newmar, uh, would, they would report to me. Okay. Uh, and then we have a board of directors uh, that's comprised of them, our members at large, uh, which is a voted on uh, position within the country club owner group. Um, I'm sorry, member group. And then a couple and some some Newmar appointed people. Uh, I would be the president of that board. So we have a we have a board meeting a couple times a year. Uh, and then if there's issues out there, then I'll certainly get involved. I do not get involved with the day-to-day -day of the club. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really not my role, um, and that's not where my expertise would be. Uh, it's more of a support, a leadership, uh, and directional role for the club. So how long have you been in that role? Uh, I've been in that role about four years. Uh, I've been associated with the club uh, for about 18. Oh, okay. Okay. And how many, how many members do you have in your country club? Uh, yeah, you'd ask me that. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I don't know the exact number. Um, thinking in the five thousand range. Oh wow! Okay. So uh, I know I won't be exactly right, but well, we know that you always throw a big rally once a year um, for the whole club, and we've been lucky enough to be involved with that the last couple mm -hmm. of years. So it's fun to see all those new Mar coaches come out and uh, everyone get to be with each other and and gather. It's nice. It's it's really impressive. Um, I actually really enjoy going to the rally because it's one of my opportunities to get out and, and really spend time with our customer base. Um, it's it's once a year. We have an international rally. Uh, I think I've been to t this year will be 21 of them. Wow. Um, so <laughs> I've been to everyone since I've been at Umar. Um, and it's again, it's a great opportunity uh, to to meet and talk to to our to our customer base. Um, this year it's actually in Sedalia, Missouri, uh, okay. the first week of October, but it, it oh, moves, nice. it moves around the country, uh, it's through different regions. We try to cover different areas of the country. So does every region kind of give an opportunity to have the rally in their region? Uh, we try to do that. Um, part of the rally is part of it is we, again, we do one a year, so we don't want to always have them on the West or always have them in the East. Uh, we want to get to the point where we don't necessarily, it, it's not scientific where we alternate back and forth. But we do try to move it around so people in different regions can get there. Uh, it's not necessarily every region will host it because you get like in the northwest. We've had a couple rallies out there, but that's really far for a lot of people. Right, right. So um, a lot of it gets back to availability, site, site location, it's, and, and size. It gets a little tricky, yeah. yes. 
we do that with some of our aim rallies when we we find a great park but it can't accommodate the the number of coaches that we want there and i know that you guys want to do the same thing have a nice nice yep. venue and a beautiful you know place for your for your customers to come and visit and and gather together today's episode receives support from the all-inclusive motorhome club the aim club connects you with fellow rv enthusiasts from all across the country and comes with a ton of great benefits including special discounts vip services and exclusive access to incredible rallies and rv events all for just 35 bucks a year learn more at aimclub.org tire blowouts can be catastrophic that's why more and more RVers are installing Retroband, a revolutionary wheel enhancement specifically designed for RVs. Gone are the days of worrying about a blown tire putting you and your RV at risk. Retroband looks almost like a donut that sits inside the tire. In the event that that tire bursts or loses a lot of air, the ring prevents the tire rim from making contact with the ground, allowing you to maintain control of the vehicle and get to a safe space. Learn more about getting peace of mind protection at retroband.com. In the market for a new or new to you RV, check out National Indoor RV Center's massive nationwide inventory. NIRVC has a wide selection of Class A, Class B, and Class C RVs. And their one-stop shop approach means you can count on their trusted experts for sales, service, storage, and more. Experience the NIRVC difference Visit nirvc.com. So on that note, can you, over your 22 years and 20 years of going to the Newmark Country Club, do you have um, any memorable interactions that you've had with Newmark customers over the years that you can share with us? Uh, I would say most of them are very, very good memories. <laughs> There's probably a couple that aren't as good. Uh, I do remember one though. Uh, this was probably early on, and it was either, it was probably a, it was I think it was a Newmar uh, rally, and we typically take new coaches there. Uh, and I was in one of our I think it was a Dutch Star, and it was about the time frame we were putting the washer dryers in the bedroom. Some of the floor plans put them in the rear bedroom versus in the mid coach. And um, I had uh, one of our customers. She came in the coach and. She was pretty upset in the fact that we would even consider putting a washer dryer in the bedroom. <laughs> Very upset and why this was a terrible idea. And it wasn't two minutes later, another customer, um, the other the other woman was still in the coach. The other customer came <laughs> back and almost hugged me. She was so happy to see that we had put the washer dryer in the bedroom. That was the perfect place. So that just kind of gave me a, an opportunity to say that a lot of our customers have different desires, different needs, uh, different uses for their coaches. Uh, so, and, and probably example why we have so many options and so many floor plans is not one floor plan fits all. Right, right. It's, it happens to me all the time. Someone says, what's more popular, the combo booth dinette or the, the booth? And I'm like, it's about 50-50 and whichever one I put in this coach, you're going to want the other. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it never seems to um, <clears throat> feel that you picked the wrong one. So on that note, one of the things that is totally unique about Numar is that you will do more custom items than any other manufacturer that I'm aware of. So tell me what kind of obstacles that creates for you um, from an operation standpoint. Um, Good question. Um, yeah, if, quite honestly, I've had people that work for competitors who I know, and when they find out some of the things we do, they're like, you're crazy. How would you do that? We could never do that. 
Uh, and quite honestly, it's probably more of an, it's been a strategy of Numar is mm-hmm. to offer some, uh, some modifications or some custom features to people's coaches. And it's something that we've really grown through through the years. Uh, when we started doing it, it was probably more painful than it is today. Um, but we made the decision as a company, it's a strategy. We're all going to support it. It's going to be successful. And at the end of the day, our customers are paying paying extra for these features. Sure. So what's critical is, I'm, I'm guessing when a coach shows up and they go to the, pick it up at their dealership, they probably look at that first oh, and yeah. say, did they do this right? <laughs> and you know, we will hear some things back, but it's been a while since I've heard back that we did something wrong. Part of that gets back to a clear expectation. And well, we've, we've added a lot of prints for things. We've added guidelines by brand, what we will and won't do by specials. Um, and I think just, I always say, if, if 10 people can read it and we all read it the same way, we have a good chance. But back in the, in the I'll call it the early days of having problems, it was, just very re, it was very interesting to see some of the problems we had because if three people read it, they read it differently. Mm. Well, then you're, you set it up for interpretation and you're not going to be successful. Right. So uh, we've, we've created processes throughout our, pro- throughout our whole company, not just the operations group and the quality group, where we do those checks, uh, adding more detail, and we check specifically for it. So um, it's, it's a process that works and I think it's a competitive advantage. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's um, one of those things you've ca- probably got to check and double check because I know I've heard customers, they've come to me and they said, I hear that Numer will do anything I ask them to do. I'm like, no, that's, that's not, not true. true. <laughs> they do have a limit. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, what is the craziest thing that you've been asked to do um, as a special that you can either say the one that you didn't do and the one that you did? <laughs> uh, obviously, people want, hey, I, I want this coach with another slide out or I don't want that slide out. And typically that is outside of the rules of our guidelines of our, of our specials process because we won't do special floor plans um, because there's so much engineering that goes into that. Uh, one of the craziest ones I remember um, gets back to paint uh, because you know, you'll have people with certain colleges that have certain colors. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll remember um, we built a Ventana for a, uh, for a lead person in a, in a pretty popular rock band that wanted a specific green. That's all they wanted was a solid green Ventana. Solid green? Solid green. <laughs> and our sales gentleman came to me and asked me, I said, sure, we'll do it, but we're gonna make sure that we'll paint a swatch and they're gonna sign it. Oh yeah. Because I didn't want a coach to get there and find out it's the wrong green. And I didn't think it was particularly attractive, but my feedback was that he was very, very happy because it matched his boat and it's exactly what he wanted. <laughs> so that, that to me would be an example of uh, we, with specials, you get to, you do things that you really question, why would they want that? But at the end of the day, if that's what they want, yep. that's what they want. And I always say, if you're, if you want to do something really outside the lane, then you have to give me a lot more money down. I want to make sure you're going to buy this after you, after you customize it like that. Yep. I would say that, um, in my time of doing new more orders, the craziest um, ask was a kegerator and first thing I had to do was ask what that was <laughs> and I'm like I don't think Neymar's going to do that but uh, let's check into it ultimately the answer was no right <laughs> it's probably a little bit outside our specials guidelines but yep. I mean we've done some obviously we'll do more stuff on King Airs and Essex and we'll do on lower lower price brands but mm-hmm. um, there's been some pretty funky looking headboards and things like that really? we've done for NASCAR drivers and uh, not something I would have picked, but that's what they wanted. So this is just, I'm going totally off script here. 
Have you ever done like a tour bus for a band or anything where it's more beds and have you customized to that degree? Uh, not that I can remember. No, okay. we've not done it because that would be really a unique, totally new floor plan. Yeah, that's. Um, I remember talking to heads of bands about different things, but we never got to a complete, um, like a tour bus type thing. Okay. Okay. Just kind of fun. Yeah. You know. We've done, we've done special bunks and things like that where you might not have thought they'd be but it was more of a small part of a floor plan versus a whole floor plan. Right, and I've even done, I remember crazy one for me was a, a King Air that we took out all the front furniture because they were gonna, they had show dogs, big show dogs, and they were gonna put dog crates in those areas. And I said, let's make sure we get the removable recliners so that when you go to resell this, we've got some furniture to put back in. <laughs> but it's just, it really is interesting, the things I'm sure you get tons of interesting requests and and um, like we do i'm sure it's always fun to sit in that room and see what's coming at you next i do remember i was in a rally in western new york talking to a mountaineer diesel owner and he was all excited that we had gone from carpeted ceilings to vinyl soft touch ceilings because <laughs> he had six mastiffs oh. and the wow. after they drank they would make the ceiling wet so i yeah. Wow. So that was a little bit surprising, but I can understand why he didn't want the carpeted ceiling. Well, I can understand why he didn't want the carpeted ceiling too, <laughs> for whole other reasons. <laughs> That's funny. What year was that? Any idea? Early 2000s. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen a big evolution from the coaches that you were building 22 years ago to the coaches you're building today. What would be the biggest change that you've seen? Uh, I mean, obviously, just obviously size. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when we used to count how many tag axles, tag axles we built a week. <laughs> now it's like we just set it up to the point where anything we built could be that. Right. Um, obviously, we uh, we used to build travel trailers, fifth wheels, um, class A gas motorhomes and diesel motorhomes on the same line. Um, but um, I'd say the size of the coach, just the sophistication. Obviously, paint is just standard now. Uh, paint used to be an right, option on a lot right. of the products. Right, now that's so it's expected. Just, it's expected tile. Uh, and custom you know, paint, no less. Custom paint, no less. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, just the, I, I think the size, basically these are, these are custom luxurious homes. Absolutely. And I know when I first started selling Numars, um, all your units were built on the same line. Is that still the case today or do you have separate lines for different brands? Nope. Our current product, uh, all of our brands are built on the same line. Uh, we have a couple offline processes that are a little bit different because of sub chassis or after, uh, but the same main assembly line for all our brands. So would you oversee also like the quality check at the end of the build, um, that final check before it comes to the dealer? Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? Uh, what we, we call it CQI, which is a customer quality inspection. Um, once the coach is complete enough, uh, we'll send a coach into there and depending on the brand, I mean, some take a lot longer to do full functionals and inspections than others, uh, but we would go through a whole battery of tests and function tests and just visual checks. Uh, and then obviously if there's problems, we'd work that off, go back and check it again. And then we would ship the coach. And then is there a test drive in that period as well? There's a test drive. We actually do two, at least two test drives on every coach. Uh, we have a, a test drive in production. Okay. And then we'll follow that on with a test drive for, from our quality department. Uh, and if there's any functional chassis mechanic issues or things like that, uh, we would, we would do additional test drives to verify the fix was complete. Okay. 
Very nice. Um, one of the other things that I love, and I know I'm going to mess up the name because you know I'm <laughs> we're we're on camera here. That's so, all right. um, is it more than just a name? More than just not just a name? What's it, what's the name of the program? It's more than just a number. More than just a number. So I think that's really cool um, that Newmar does. What when uh, the dealer submits an order, we uh, submit a picture of the uh, couple or individual that's purchasing the coach. And then tell me what you do with that picture on your side. Yeah, Angie, and I, I would say National Indoor RV Centers has been a huge supporter of that process. So we appreciate that. But what we do with that picture uh, is we'll send it, um, we'll put it in some break rooms uh, around, the, around the campus so different, com different parts of the company can see it. They can sign the back of the picture. Uh, and then, then we will put it, once we put the windshield on, mm -hmm. basically, we'll put that online. Uh, and that picture will be in the windshield as it goes around. So the the idea is that uh, we're building a home for somebody. And obviously, when not everything we build is, is the retail customers known at that point. Right. But at that point, it is, and the dealer has submitted that. So uh, it gives an opportunity for the people online to sign that as well. And then at the very end, that will go back to the sales group, uh, and then it'll go to it'll go with the coach to the dealer. And I think that's really neat. Is you know, at National Indoor RV Centers, we really. Um, pride ourselves on doing custom orders and, and delivering that um, ability for our customers to come into our locations, pick out everything, touch and fill it, kind of take ownership as they're, you mm -hmm. know, planning to, to build this coach of their dreams that they've been, you know, waiting for for years. Um, and I've been there when they've got, you know, seen their picture. Um, Usually it's in the little black handbook. Mm -hmm. They all of a sudden they're going through their manuals and I've been in the coach with them and they pull that out and it really does mean a lot to them that that, that you've done that. So I think that's just a little extra um, thing that Numar does that, that sets you apart as well. Well, I think it's important too is, is at the end of the day, all of us, we're building, uh, these, are, these are expensive purchases and we're building homes for people. Absolutely. Uh, and we're trying to... Get everybody to think like, okay, this could be my home, this could be my mother's home, or my neighbor's, my best friend's home, or whatever. It's like, it helps to personalize the process. It uh, does. At the it's end of the day, we're building these for people. Yep, not just their job, but they're building homes, yep. and where lots of great memories are going to be made. Um, so at NIRVC, we are all about the RV revolution. Um, what projects are you currently working on at Newmar that are going to help advance this RV revolution? Um, if you understand that question, kind of, you know, to change, you know, upgrade, change the, the industry. I would say from an operational standpoint, because I'm not even talking about product at this point or product features. Um, from an operational standpoint, is at the end of the day, hands down, we want to be the best. Uh, we want to be the, uh, the, the leader in the industry from a quality and reliability standpoint. We're not there today. Um, we're not where we want to be today because mm -hmm. uh, we're not satisfied. We have one problem out there, one unhappy owner, then we're not where we need to be. Uh, but that's, that's a challenge that we take on. Uh, at the end of the day, that's going to, that's going to set us apart. Uh, because at the end of the day, um, you know, many of our competitors can buy the same components. They can buy the same materials. They can't necessarily deliver the same experience. Right. Right. So I would say operation, that's the biggest piece we're doing. We're doing stuff internally to really improve the safety for our employees and things like that. That doesn't necessarily impact, impact the industry and our owners and our dealers. Uh, that's well, important for us. I think it does so in the end because if your employees are safe and they enjoy their job, then they're going to stay with you longer. And ultimately, True. that tenure will 
you know, they have more pride in their product. You have more knowledge in the people that are building your product. And, yeah. and I think that will that, increase your quality over, over the long call. The good point that it's, it's definitely important to our, it's important, it's important for us to have, to have safe employees, to have good, um, um, experienced, um, I'm going to call them happy employees. Absolutely. Uh, I always say happy employees make happy motorhomes. Um, <laughs> that can be a challenge sometimes in today's industry, but at the end of the day, we want to be the we want to be the place to work, and we want to be the product to buy. Well, I think that's that is excellent. I know that you're doing everything you, you can to to hit both those marks. So thank you so much, Kevin. I really appreciate the time that you spent with us today. If you would like to learn more about the topics that we discussed today, please hit the link in the podcast episode description below. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, then help us out. Make sure you share it with a friend, um, write a good review, and then make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Make sure you're tuned into our next episode so you can see which industry expert, icon, or influencer is up next. Until then, class is dismissed, and we'll see you down the road.